Bear Catch Kick, the 15-minute fantasy football podcast. I'm Paul Stoltz with my co-host, Anthony LaFrary, and we are coming at you with the ultimate fantasy football prep show. We call it 15 games in 15 minutes, although it's only 14 games this week with the Steelers-Titans getting rescheduled. If you don't yet follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at FCK Podcast, that's where you can find the Cardinals-Panthers preview. We're releasing this episode every Saturday, and we're releasing our waiver wire episode every Tuesday. So if you haven't yet subscribed, go ahead and do so on either YouTube or Apple Podcasts so you can be notified when we release those episodes. Quick warning, this episode flies. So get ready with the pause button, and here we go. Saints-Lions, battle of a couple of one and two teams. From the Saints' offensive standpoint, Michael Thomas and Jared Cook are both out. So take a look at Emmanuel Sanders. Could be worth the price, especially in a DFS format. Alvin Kamara, worth any price in any format, any league, any time this week. I think the Saints are going to go up big, and I think they're going to ride Kamara to victory. As far as the Lions are concerned... This is the perfect game for Matthew Stafford to be stat Padford. I think the Lions are going to fall behind early, so he's going to be throwing early and often. And one thing to take a look at is the Saints' top two corners are out. Love him. Love him. Top five quarterback for the week. Definitely going to be worth the price in DFS. Same thing goes for Kenny Galladay as well. One and two Jags, 0-2 oh, and one Bengals. I think this ends up, being pretty close, although I don't think it'll be a very pretty game. Uh, the Jags' defense is okay. Burrow should be about 250 with a couple scores, but I watched a lot of film on the Bengals this week because I wanted to see what's going on with Mixon besides just the offensive line, and what I saw was Burrow needs to do a better job of checking out of these sort of suicidal plays that they call for, for Mixon. If he can do a better job of that, I think Mixon's going to be in for a big day. Uh, no A.J. Green for me. On film, he's rarely getting the first look in the progression from Burrow. Uh, I am starting Tyler Boyd, who is getting most of the first first looks in the progression. No T. Higgins for me yet. Uh, start James Robinson. It's injury city for the, Jag- for the Bengals defensive tackles. Mike Daniels is out, and Geno Atkins is out. Chark is back, uh, but I don't foresee a major game from Minshew this week. Colts Bears. Colts come into this game at 2-1, while the Bears are an undefeated 3-0. First thing that needs to be talked about is Khalil Mack. He's questionable. Keep an eye on that heading into the game. If he plays, and I expect he will, and he gets to Rivers, it could mess up their entire offense. That being said, Paris Campbell is out, so I think they're going to lean on T.Y. Hilton and Mo Alley-Cox, but in deeper leagues and DFS, take a look at Dory's Fountain to take what Paris Campbell's spot was. As far as the Bears are concerned, it's all about that big Nick energy. I expect he's going to ball out this week. The Colts may be considered the worst matchup in fantasy for quarterbacks right now, but consider they've done what they've done against Gardner Memeshu, Kirk Cousins, and Sam Darnold Cowherd. Foles is about to get his, and so is Allen Robinson. Robinson is a must-start. I feel really good about that. And Foles in DFS and two quarterback leagues, definitely worth the start as well. 0-3 Giants, 2-1 Rams. The Giants are just terrible offensively and defensively. 
No interest in Freeman, who's going to get the early down work. No interest in Deion Lewis, who's going to get the passing down work. Uh, this will be a telling week for Evan Ingram, who uh, let's see if he warrants the sixth or seven round draft position that we gave him. He's got all the athletic talent in the world, and it's a decent matchup of all the Giants, but uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, the only guy I really love from this entire game is Daryl Henderson. I think he's in for a monster week against a terrible Giants defensive line. If Woods and Cup are going to have strong games, they'll have to strike early because I think this game gets out of hand fast. Seahawks Dolphins. The Seahawks enter the game at an undefeated 3 and 0 while the Dolphins are 1 and 2. Welcome to Cooking with Russ. He was my biggest recommendation last week and I think he's in for another really nice game. I expect over 300 yards and three touchdowns from the best quarterback of the world today. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett should also produce in regular leagues PPR and DFS because Byron Jones is doubtful. Somehow Chris Carson is going to play. He's questionable. So is Carlos Hyde. Stay away from them if you have better options. Definitely stay away from them in DFS to be on the safe side. In deep leagues, from Miami's perspective, two quarterback leagues as well, this is the kind of week where Ryan Fitzpatrick is Ryan Fitzmagic. I think he's in the middle of that two- to three-week stretch a year where he's just white hot. Started last week against Jacksonville. He's going to have to try and keep up with Russ, and to his benefit, Seattle's defense is suspect right now. Jamal Adams and Quentin Dunbar have already been declared out, and two other corners and a safety are also questionable. So take a look at Fitz in deep leagues. Two and one Buccaneers, one and two Chargers. Justin Herbert, he's got it. Two straight 300-yard passing games to start his career, not too bad. He's clearly got the endorsement of his offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen, who's willing to let it rip with him. Keenan Allen was the primary benefactor of this last week, who caught 13 balls. Hunter Henry looks like a start as well. No Mike Williams for me yet. Uh, he's going to be a safety valve, but he's got to improve his route running first. I'm sitting Josh Kelly this week because the linebackers for Tampa Bay are extremely fast. I don't think it bodes well for him. Uh, I also think they go down early, which means this is a steamroll game for Eckler. Roll with Eckler this week. Uh, underrated Chargers defense, so I don't think you're going to see Tampa Bay putting up over 25 to 30 points. Uh, from a running back standpoint, I don't care. They're not interesting to me. Long-term, Fournette's going to be the better play, especially against better teams because he's the better pass blocker late in games. And lastly, the player for me this week is going to be our lottery ticket, Scotty Miller. Start him. Cowboys Browns. Cowboys enter this game at one and two while the Browns are two and one. One thing from the Browns standpoint you want to take a look at is their running back situation. Kareem Hunt is questionable. He was limited in practice on Friday. Whether or not he plays, I think you should stay away from him this week. I think Chubb is going to handle most of the carries. This game has all the makings of a shootout. If there was ever a time to recommend Baker, a.k.a. Buster Mayfield, this is it. I believe the Dallas Cowboys have the worst secondary in the history of the NFL. OBJ, Landry, they're also going to eat. As for the Cowboys, the usual suspects will ball out. Dak and Zeke are going to get theirs. Definitely take a look at Amari Cooper this week, especially in DFS. He tends to have big games when he's at home. 
especially not high leverage games as well. This is the kind of game where he could get over 100 yards and two scores. Big DFS recommendation for the week, as well as Baker Mayfield out of this game. 3-0 Bills versus the 2-1 Raiders. The Raiders have a really good pass rush, but their corners have seemed to struggle in man coverage this season. So I do like Josh Allen to continue his 300-yard streak. I love Stephon Diggs this week. I think he's set up for a monster game. Definitely check him out in DFS format. John Brown is back. I'm hesitant to start him. I would only do it on an as-needed. If you need a sleeper, I actually kind of like Gabriel Davis this week. I'm lukewarm on Cole Beasley. Uh, On the other side of the ball, the Bills obviously have a really strong defense. I called a bad week, an off week for Darren Waller last week. This this week, I'm calling a bounce back. I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, We've got injuries to Brian Edwards, injuries to uh, Henry Ruggs. So if I have to choose a Raiders receiver, I'm rolling with Renfro. Uh, Josh Jacobs has the most missed tackles forced since 2019. Still like him in this game. Don't love him for a DFS format. 0-3 Vikings, 0-3 Texans. The Vikings are without their number two corner, Mike Hughes, so this should be a game for Deshaun Watson. Uh, I'm starting Cooks. I'm starting Fuller. No Randall Cobb for me. I think this is going to be a lot of deep balls. Give me David Johnson. I think he should have a good week this week. The Texans run the stinks. If if the Vikings stick with Dalvin Cook, he should go for 150-plus. If not, they're going to force Cousins to hold the ball too long, and we're going to see what we saw out of the Vikings in Week 1 and Week 2. Regression week for Jefferson. Uh, I prefer Thielen because uh, the pass rush is still pretty good for the Texans, so it should make way for shorter routes. Patriots-Chiefs. This could be the best game of the weekend with Patriots coming into it at 2-1 and one and the Chiefs being 3-0. and out. Chris Jones is questionable heading into this game. He's been limited in practice all week, so who knows if he's going to play. If he's out... It could be a good week for Patriot running backs, but I don't know. I'm not a big fan, really, of any of them, especially Sony Michelle is questionable. J.J. Taylor could be a surprise, but if Jones is playing, stay away from all of them. I like Cam, obviously. He's going to have to make things happen to keep New England in the game. Chiefs offense is just unstoppable right now. That being said, the only one I'm not sure I would recommend, ironically, is Tyreek Hill. Bill Belichick likes to take away the biggest threat from the other team, and that's clearly Tyreek Hill. So he could draw Stephon Gilmore all game. So maybe stay away from him for a week in DFS. If you own him, though, in regular fantasy, obviously he's a must start. Kelsey, Nicole Hartman, they're... They're worth starts. They're worth looks in DFS. Um, Obviously, Paul would never forgive me if I didn't recommend Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think there's going to be some points in this game. If you've got anyone on the Chiefs, though, you know, definitely worth a start. Just exercise a little bit of caution in Tyreek Hill and DFS. 0-2-1 Eagles versus the 2-1 49ers. There's a lot of injuries to go over in this game, so we're going to start with the 49ers first. Garoppolo is out once again. That means Mullins is going to be the dude, and he's filled in admirably, not just last week, but in his other eight starts for the 49ers. In fact, he's got the third most passing yards of all time through his first nine games, so not a bad filler, especially if you need somebody in place of Roethlisberger this week. Uh, McKinnon is uh, going to be the guy because Mostert is out once again. McKinnon was full go after a rib injury, and he is worth a start. 
Kittle is back, start him. Debo Samuel is also back, but they're being very open about the fact that they're easing him back into the mix, so don't touch Debo yet this week. On the Eagles' side of the spectrum, a big game is needed from Carson Wentz, but still no help coming from the wide receivers. Alshon and Deshaun Jackson are still out. If you picked up Greg Ward, who is our number four waiver wire out of the week, he is worth a look, especially in PPR. I think he's going to have like an 8-for-80 game. And if you're playing in a daily fantasy league, he's going to be really good value. Uh, Love Ertz this week, and Sanders is full go, but he's up against a tough 49ers defensive line. So if you're looking for the Sanders breakout week, I don't think this is it. Falcons-Packers. What a weird matchup, but a good way to end the week. Falcons are 0-3, Packers are 3-0. I am worried about the Falcons wide receivers right now. Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are both limited in practice on Friday, and they're questionable for Monday. You need to have a contingency plan in place for both. That being said, if they're playing, you need to be starting them. Hopefully things clear up a little bit before 1 p.m. kickoffs. Um, Gage is questionable, but he practiced in full on Friday, so I expect he's going to play. My big recommendation, though, for the Falcons is Todd Gurley. The Packers have a lousy run defense. They're averaging over 100 yards and a score to running backs in their first three games. So he's going to have a nice game. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice Cream, I expect he'll do well as well. Packers end, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers are must-starts. Devontae, obviously, if he's playing, but he's also questionable. With all these questionable receivers and it being Monday Night Football, you need to look at Gage. You need to look at Marquez Valdez-Scantling as well. If any of those studs are out, your options are limited, but those should be pretty decent choices. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Check out our Apple Podcasts and YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notifications button so you're notified as soon as we release an episode. Check out our website, www.fckpodcast.com, as well as our Instagram and Twitter handles, at fckpodcast. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. We'll be back at you on Tuesday with our takeaways from week three and our ads for week four.